Well, hello. Let's talk about the secret to fleas today. You know, if you're battling fleas, it's time to understand why. Now, here's the most important thing I have to say, and then I'll back it up. Fleas are toxic scavengers. Well, you can think about that, but but let's move on. Um, if, of course, if you've ever had a flea infestation so horrendous that it gave you nightmares like mine did, you just want them gone. I can tell you firsthand, though, it's a process. You know, somewhere around 10 years ago when I had five big dogs, I also had the flea infestation from hell. I still have Lulu, who was one of those dogs, but I haven't seen a flea on her or in my house since 2013. So why would that be? Well, fleas are not attracted to healthy dogs. That's what I meant about fleas being toxic scavengers. Um, we do all kinds of things to prevent fleas. And sometimes, you know, we may not need to. Um, you know what? I want to read something to you. And I hope, I hope this is interesting to you because it is to me. But this is an excerpt about fleas um, in Dr. Marty Goldstein's book, The Nature of Animal Healing. This book was written 20 years ago. And I kind of hoped more people would get this by now. But, you know, we all get so busy in our lives. We just, we don't know. Okay, anyway, he talks this about fleas. Fleas are an almost inevitable irritant. Scarcely a pet owner in America hasn't had to confront the sight of his animal companion, miserably scratching at the little pests in summer or fall, or through the winter and spring as well, if you live in, um, if they're inside. Um... Where was I? Okay. Chances are again. Da, 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 sorry. Because fleas propagate in the carpeting, cushions, bedding, towels, and other inviting fabrics. So maddening is the problem and so overwhelming that even an herbal tea drinking yoga calm veg vegetarian as I is tempted to say, no more. Give me the chemicals. Bombs away. An entire industry is dedicated to easing you into that choice. Racks of chemical flea products at your local pet store and in veterinary waiting rooms are packaged with soothing assurances, if you only read the large type. Pesticide services stand ready to dispatch workers to your home with can canisters of odorless sprays to bomb it clean. Many of the products appear to work. The fleas do vanish, at least temporarily. So why not use them? Let's take a closer look because only when you appreciate what these products contain will you do the harder work of keeping your pet flea-free without them. Since, 19, since the 1970s, when attention began being paid to commercial flea collars and the phrase necklace of poison came to be used, the pet product industry purports to have made flea products safer. It's true, for example, that collars no longer contain... Um, de, 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 I can't pronounce some of these big words, sorry, dechlorobos, a chemical used in nerve gas. However, most commercial flea products contain one insecticide or another, ranging in toxicity up to the organic phosphates, which act like nerve gas in that they paralyze the nervous system of the fleas at doses low enough us in, that are not supposed to. 
harm pets. Members of that family, including Fentheon and Vipona, can cause tremors and heart and respiratory complications in pets, and even leukemia and death. Another highly toxic group called carb- carbamates includes Propoxer and principal ingredients in VetCam, the brand of flea color most prominently displayed at my local pet store. The precautionary statement on the back of VetCam advises the user not to get the dust that coats the color in his mouth or eyes. If swallowed, he should call Poison Control Center right away. Is a poison that might kill you a substance you want around your pet's neck 24 hours a day, month after month? I'm going to stop this for just a second and and tell you that it reminds me of my ex-mother-in-law. God bless her. Um, she had the sweetest cat named Muffy, and she insisted on having a flea collar on Muffy. Well, Muffy lost all the hair on her neck, and she was having some other health issues. And I kept saying, Betty, please take that collar off. And she said, no, no, the vet says it's fine, and, and I have to keep her flea free. Well... Anyway, that was that was really sad that she didn't that she didn't think a little bit more about that, and she was so worried about fleas. Okay, um, to finish reading, as a supposed improvement on collars, the industry began offering new kinds of protection a few years ago. Remember, this was written twenty years ago. With Proban dogs ingested tablets, whose main ingredient was the very toxic chemical scythoate. The idea was that dogs would exude the chemical through their skin once it was absorbed, killing the fleas in the process. The dog acts as the drug delivery system to the flea. Declared a university report titled Prospectives on Systemic Flea Control, which provided an overview of the rationale rationale for developing these products. Great! At the same time, Proban's warning label read, If swallowed by a human, immediately call a physician poison control center, or hospital emergency room. But it's okay for your dog. There were reports of side effects as vomiting, seizures, acute liver toxicity began to accumulate. A professor of mine at Cornell did numerous autopsies on dogs that had died after taking Proban for some time. He found a jellification of the liver, meaning that the liver had been virtually destroyed. Proban has been suspended by program, supposedly a more... Benign flea fighter, flea fighter, um, active ingredient lufranuron, a chemical that disrupts the flea's reproductive cycle. Reproductive cycle. I treated a golden retriever who had been put on program on a Friday and fallen into a coma by Monday. There was nothing I could do to save him. Over the next month, there were reports of side effects, uh, brain damage in particular, in both Europe and the U.S., including a special report of its toxic effects by New York's WABC-TV Eyewitness News in September 96. Currently, on the FDA's Internet Chart of Adverse Drug Reactions in Animals, you can look it up in their online library, and under Adverse Drug Reactions, <clears throat> Lufineron is listed as causing an alarming Incidents of reactions and deaths. Among 256 cats treated, there were 54 cases of vomiting, 39 depression, 31 anorexia. In all, 22 cats died. Among 639 dogs treated, 
There were 189 cases of vomiting, 96 depression, 92 diarrhea, 84 uh, intense itching, and 54 anorexia, and 27 dog deaths. Yet program is still a dominant product in the commercial flea control market and continues to be promoted as non-toxic. Now, before I continue, I have to say this. If you go to um, the FDA or other, I'm trying to think whatever else there is besides the FDA, it's probably the FDA. Um, sometimes it's CDC. But anyway, if you go and look up side effects for um, for flea meds and heartworm meds, heartworm Worm, I can talk, I swear. Heartworm meds, you'll find that there are a lot of complaints about death and and terror and kidney failure and liver damage. But you have to go and look for it. So that's a lot of why I'm bringing it, bringing it to your attention. Okay. Along with tablets, there's the droplet approach, which a small plastic vial containing just a few ounces of highly concentrated chemical flea repellent is squeezed out between the shoulder blades, sort of like applying perfume. The prominent droplet product is Defend, whose active ingredient is pyrethrine. It's less toxic than the chemicals mentioned above, enough so that it's actually labeled non-toxic. But overuse can still lead to vomiting, headaches, neurological dysfunctions, among other symptoms. And to other creatures, it can be lethal. I recommended it to a client whose two dogs were suffering intensely. He put a drop between each of their shoulder blades as directed. That day, the dog swam in his pond. The next day, numerous fish on the pond lay dead on the surface. How can a few drops of chemicals that kills fish not be harmful to dogs? Yet the trend continues. The latest droplet called Biospot contains a chemical called permethrin, which is 45% of its content. And it's the same group of insecticides as defense pyrethrin. Sorry, I, you know, I kind of mess up the scientific names of this. Um, But it's more powerful. Along with the standard warnings about how it can poison humans, the label contains the following caution. This product is extremely toxic to fish. Do not ever add directly to water. In fact, Biospot, which is made for dogs, is even harmful to cats. And so it has in big letters, don't use on cats. It's a warning on the label. Um, is this progress? In one sense, I sympathize with the makers of these concoctions and with the owners who buy them. For all the advances made in chemical flea treatment, pets, in my experience, seem plagued more today than they were a decade ago. Partly, that's the result of warmer warmer weather in many parts of the U.S. because fleas then have more of a hatching cycle before frost, if the frost comes at all. Also, though, it's a perfect example of how wrong-headed we can be in treating problems with chemicals and drugs. Fleas, like most parasites, seek out weak hosts in which to land and feed. Those whose immune systems won't repel them. They're like little vultures circling overhead, eyeing the stragglers in the herd. When we douse our pets with chemicals to repel their fleas, we further weaken their immune systems, rendering them even more vulnerable vulnerable to next year's hatches of fleas. When, at the same time, we call the chemical sprayers to def- flee our home, we solve an immediate problem, but at, but at the cost of having our pets and our families in just particles 
of industry-grade insecticides in your home vanishes without a trace in two hours? I don't think so. Further degrading their immune defenses. Given how awesomely adaptable fleas are to toxins, we also know that sooner or later they develop a tolerance and perhaps even thrive on whatever chemical that is. So we come up with a new one. The first step to dealing with fleas is to recognize that they aren't leaving. Remember the movie Hellstrom Chronicles? It started with an aerial view of a helicopter from a helicopter with a nuclear test site. Everything was dead and barren. As the camera moved toward the ground, what was seen to be covered was swarming insects. Insects have survived the Ice Age. They've survived whatever wiped out the dinosaurs. If there's an apocalypse, they'll survive that too. Fleas are particularly tough, and by God, they're plentiful. If a male and female, female, not a female, but a female, are placed in a new home and provided with adequate adequate food like a dog or placed in a new home and, oh, sorry, they will propagate a flea population of literally millions in less than one month. The right approach is not to address the symptom, but to get to the cause of the allergic reaction that a flea bite stimulates in a vulnerable pet. That means getting your pet healthy enough that fleas cause no reaction, and ultimately the fleas will have no interest in him at all. Some time ago, I went to Switzerland to research holistic pet remedies. Through my entire stay, I was struck by the radiant physical health of all the people I saw. When I got to Zurich, I learned just how healthy the country's animals were too. I stopped in at a veterinary school and asked one of the professors what they used for flea problems. Flea problems, he said? What flea problems? He had two golden retrievers who roamed free in woods thick with fleas and ticks. Yet, when they came home, the few fleas and ticks they brought back with them just dropped off within minutes. The dogs were healthy enough not to be targets. For your own pet, that suggests the obvious, the good nutritional diet. There's more, but, you know, I but you know, I don't want to bore you to death. I, it's just, to me, and that just strikes me as... That's so profound, you know, and, and with my dogs, after I had the flea infestation, that was my big wake up call and the near death of Helen uh, from a topical flea, uh, that a flea thing that I decided to use just once to, to get a hold, to get, you know, to, to control the problem and then be able to start from scratch. So, you know, after that I did use, um, um, diatomaceous earth in the carpets. I made sure that I vacuumed at least once a week, if not twice a week, to suck up any of the little critters and put something and then take the bag out and <clears throat> to make sure, because they can jump out of a bag after they've been vacuumed up. Just all the little things that can, that can happen. Fleas are really hard to control until your dog is healthy. Now, I did end up switching my dogs to a raw diet and that made such a huge difference. And and like Lulu now, I did mention at the beginning that she's, I haven't seen flea on her for quite some time. She's 14 now. She hasn't had fleas in a long time. She's, she's, I just wish I would have fed raw years and years and years ago because she, her energy level, her health, just the way she acts and her attitude and her vibrancy is um, kind of like when I used to feed um, when I used to feed commercial dog food when my dogs were two. 
Yeah. In fact, my dogs used to be gray by the time they were starting to get gray by the time they were three, definitely by four. And Lou didn't start to turn gray until she was about seven or eight. Um, now that she's 14, she's definitely gray. And, and if she'd ever hold still long enough, I would take a picture. And, you know, it's like I always want to have a picture of her and I together. And every time I try, every time she sees me take out my, you know, my phone for a picture, she runs the other way. I have no idea why she's got a thing against my phone, but she certainly does. So one of these days, I'm just going to catch her. But, you know, it's been five years, six years since I've tried. And, and it's an, I mean, I've tried several times and then and haven't gotten squat. Okay, let's go ahead and just kind of go over this again. Fleas are toxic scavengers. Fleas are not attracted to healthy dogs. If you do have an infestation, use a treatment once. <clears throat> Basic, the best choice is one with citrus-based D-limonene. Um, also, chop a clove or two of garlic and add that to your dog's meal. Yes, raw garlic. Because <clears throat> it's really good at making your dog taste bad. It, it, it helps his immune system, and it's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. But, oh, a warning on garlic. Do not use that stuff that's already cut up. You know, those cute little jars in the produce section at the grocery store. I mean, they're much cheaper, um, and you don't have to cut them up. But guess what? They come from China, and honestly, I, I they scare me. They really do. When I read about that and, you know, how moldy it is before they – long story, do it yourself, especially if you can get organic – um, organic is always better for everything and cut that stuff up and maybe your dog will like it. Maybe they'll buck a little bit. You have to try it and see. But when I started, when I started my dogs on raw back after the, the big, the big bad infestation, um, Helen actually craved garlic. I could hand it to, you know, I could just take a clove off and give it to her and she'd just chomp it down and beg for more. So I did always keep, uh, my dogs were, at least 70 pounds. So I kept um, them at no more than two cloves a day um, because garlic can thin the blood eventually. But as long as you keep it down, it's hunky-dory. And uh, you don't have to give it forever, but but it's really but it's really good. Or, you know, or you can give it for a month and then take off a week or whatever. Um, 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 you can always contact me if you have questions. Um, the more, oh, and then the more flea meds you, your dog gets, the more toxic he becomes. And that means the less healthy. You know, if you think about what those flea meds do, um, especially the, the ones out now, um, that cause neurological, neurological, um, damage. <clears throat> well, they do the same thing to your dog. Um, it just takes a lot longer and I, I have a lot of people, I've had so many people come to me with um, with kidney damage and liver damage, um, kidney failure, actually. Um, and one of the things that they did for their dog was to give this stuff every month. Please be informed. Please realize that a quick fix is just that. It's a quick fix. It's probably toxic. And if you only want your dog to live six, seven, eight years, whatever, then I guess that's not a problem. But if you want your dog to stay around with you and be healthy and happy and not have a bunch of, I have disease that, that makes him suffer and costs you a fortune to deal with, please, please 
um, learn more natural ways. And I think that's all I have for today. And I hope this wasn't too boring. But I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, post it. Okay, see you guys tomorrow. Bye.